Hey, Fabulous listeners, super excited to be coming in your earbuds today, or however you're listening to this podcast. As always, so honored that you're following along the journey here with some motivation and some business tips and some general conversations about what it takes to be a wedding business owner. This is episode 59, and my guest today, oh, I'm super, I'm so thrilled to introduce you all to Kathy Young. She is an amazing, talented woman, wise beyond her years. And I'm so glad to be able to share her with you on this episode. She owns Rekindled Communications. She's down in Winter Park, Florida, but she works anywhere, y'all. She, she can get your voice heard from any location that you are. She's a web copy and brand messenger for creative thought leaders and visionaries. Now, I'm going to tell you again, web copywriting, copywriting, we're going to talk about this today. Have you ever wanted to spark a connection through your unique brand story? That's what Kathy does. That's what she'll help you do. Do you have a burning desire to get your voice heard? And that can happen with using services of somebody such as Kathy. She will help you put your passion on paper so you can grow your business through genuine connections. She's going to help you create that known like trust factor. Kathy is my copywriter. She does all the things for me on my Bobby Brinkman site. She helps me with my speaking pages. She helps me get my voice heard. I can tell you that she made the process painless. You know, I'm, I have a learning disability, so it's hard for me to get things on paper and I twist words up and I stutter, right? But she helped see through that. She was able to capture my voice and get it put onto my website and to some other things that I'm doing. And hopefully, I do believe it's working. And if she can work with me, y'all, I'm telling you, the things that she can help you with are just endless possibilities. So turn off those earbuds. Get ready to dive into an amazing conversation with Kathy Young. This is the BFABO podcast. And today we're talking about copywriting and why you need to have one to get your voice and your story told. Be right back after this, everybody. Thanks for joining us. to the BFABO podcast, episodes full of candid conversations that speak to the hard truth that it takes more than hustle and luck to be your own CEO. Being a creative entrepreneur and running a business is not at all like the glam that you see on Instagram or reality TV. The truth is, it's showing up every single day, putting in the blood, sweat, and yes, lots of tears. Oh, do not forget all the hard work. I'm your host, Bobby Brinkman, photographer, coach, speaker, wedding industry educator, diet Mountain Dew addict. You see why, right? I am hitting the pause on that hustle and luck myth button because it's more than getting a really cute website and hanging a now open sign. Not just waving the magic wand so that all the success, money, and clients will just be lined up ready to hire you. Hope is not a business strategy, my friends. And along with my guests, the goal of our podcast is to motivate, educate, and celebrate creative entrepreneurs discussing topics and information that will help you get and keep you in that CEO mindset through our candid conversations. You're going to hear stories from other creatives at different stages along their career journey. They'll be sharing the same struggles you have, as well as business insights, tools, and foundations that they have in place to keep their businesses moving forward, no matter what kind of S-H-I-T tries to knock you off your career path. I want to challenge you to unapologetically keep showing up to attract your ideal clients, serve them in the most fab way, while collecting a purpose-driven paycheck. I want to empower you to create a career that you not only love and are proud of, but also one that your clients love and will support even more. Now let's get started.
Well, welcome, Kathy. I am super, super excited to have you join us today. You're one of my favorite people. You know that. And I want to share you with all these other creatives that just need that start. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do it. And if I start saying, well, maybe she had a copywriter, man, I see their faces go totally blank, right? So today we're going to talk about why they need to have a copywriter and specifically you, my friend, because I want them to hire you. Not too many because I need it for me, right? I'm jealous a little bit. <laughs> I'll share her just a little bit, right? But but let's start the nitty gritty. For those listeners that are joining us as and maybe new listeners, everything about Kathy will be found in show notes. We're not going to spend a lot of time talking about intros we have learned that you all like to hear about what we know how to do and the value our guests can bring. And we all know that we don't need a big introduction. We're not here at the Be Fable podcast or any of my branding to shout about the things that we can do. We shout about the things that we can serve. So show notes for Kathy, links to where you can find her, how to work with her, all those good things. And you can find more about her and why she's here. We're going to dive in and talk about it. We did get some questions from listeners and some social media. So we're going to talk a little bit, candid conversations here, Kathy. But first of all, I would like you to start off by me telling you I'm glad you're here, but then start with the basics. Why copywriting and why did you choose that? Yeah, it's uh, well, thank you again so much for having me on the podcast. I'm really excited for this conversation. And I will say that a lot of copywriters, including me, have found that they've fallen into copywriting. It's not that they found like had this intention of like, I want to do copywriting, but they are people who are just word nerds and they love writing and they eventually found a way to um, work with fellow like business owners through the written word. And so that's how copywriting came into place. So for me, um, I came from an agency, a marketing agency background. So right out of college, I got an internship. I was doing some social media marketing and content writing. So like blog writing for brick and mortar businesses in my area. Um, and I was writing a lot of like boring stuff, like how to clean fat poop from your attic, how to scrape off a dead mouse from the side of the road, really great quality it. content. <laughs> um, but that was basically what I had to write about. And it was just very uh, draining and like soul sucking. And I was curious to try to find a way to still do writing, but work with people who are just as passionate about their craft as I was. So luckily my husband, he um, is an entrepreneur himself. So he asked me to help with his marketing. I started with social media and blog writing, and then I eventually went freelance and found some other small business owners to work with um, in those areas. But then I discovered the world of copywriting. And so I found people who were just like, writing websites and writing beautiful like sales pages and landing pages and emails. And I was just blown away by it. And I was really excited about it because I've always wanted writing to be in my career, just didn't know how that would play out and um, found a bunch of people who use like sales driven words to help other people sell their services and their products and things like that. Um, got connected with a community of copywriters and it kind of went off from there. So it was very much falling into it. I knew that I wanted to do writing, but I'm glad that I'm here now and doing what I do. Well, I think that's very interesting because listeners here, especially we have a bunch of wedding business owners. And I know that I work with you because of my speaking, not so much on my wedding side, but on my wedding education and speaking side. And I know there's others in our wedding industry that are small business owners that when I when when they look and think they don't know how to get beyond 
like the photos on a website and things like that. And so the fact that you fell into something because you knew you needed something and you liked that joy. So I hope our listeners heard that you were not joyful where you were at and you took that leap as a small business owner. And I think that resonates when you're doing work for somebody like myself who has the shingle and is responsible, you can relate to that you know how powerful a word can be. Let's help get to there. So that brings up to the big question, you know, what exactly is web copy versus copywriter? Is there a difference in those two things? Yeah. So what's cool about, and I'm sure like as, you know, wedding professionals, there's so many types of like niches and ways that people specialize. There's some people who do floral and planning or people who just do floral or do, you know, so it's a lot of different ways that people, you know, niche in the wedding space. And so in the copywriting space, it's kind of similar. So for me, I've decided to focus in on copywriting for websites and brand messaging. I'll do other things, um, but that's definitely my specialty. Um, But you can kind of think of copywriting as like the general umbrella of like, whether you need a sales page and like email writing, landing page, um, sometimes even like Facebook ads, funnels, um, websites. Uh, I'm trying to think if I remembered anything else, social captions, blogging. um, It kind of falls under the umbrella. And then for me and how you can kind of think of, think of it, website copywriting is just like one vein of that. And that's something that I've chosen to like specialize in that and brand messaging, like development. Um, But there's a myriad of copywriters who specialize in different things like just Facebook ads or just um, just sales pages. And then there are agencies who offer like everything under the sun and some in between. So I hope that helps kind of clarify um, the copywriting. And then there's different types of copywriting that you can get help. Right. No, it it does. And I think I think for most of us entrepreneurs, especially creative, we have to have our website. If we've learned anything over the course of this you know, last week or so when Facebook and Instagram went down, all Mm -hmm. of a sudden people panicked, right? So you may have had a great copywriter writing all your social media posts for the next two weeks. What if it wasn't coming back, right? Right. So we have all learned, and I'm 40 years into this. So when I started, there wasn't a website, you know, I had to have the 1-800 yellow pages app thing, right? So now that we come along and we're here, the website is our storefront. It is the, the front door to people coming in. So when we talk a lot about brand voice and messaging, maybe you can elaborate about why the words are equally or maybe more important than the photos that we're using. And and listeners, we're going to stick to the web design and the web portion right now that Kathy talks about, just so you get the flow of the importance of what your website can do if you have the right message. So Kathy, maybe explain a little bit about that message that we have, why it's important to have the words and the photos, and then maybe which one should come first. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's funny, because I saw like a trending Instagram post the other day, um, that was absolutely true. And it was another copywriter who's um, well into her field. And she said something along the lines of, if you're willing to spend $10,000 on beautiful design and beautiful imagery, you can't not afford to hire a copywriter. So um, I the way I see it is that the beautiful design and imagery, while it will definitely you know, attract people, the copywriting is what helps drive action and drive that like connection a step further. So helping people understand, you know, who you are, what you do, why you do it, how you can uniquely help them and helping them take the right action um, in order to learn more about your services and eventually book from you. So I would definitely say that 
copy and the messaging does come first because you need that clarity in, um, you know, what is it that you want your design to look like? Usually that's described in verbal form, right? You usually say, oh, I want to be dreamy or I want to be um, like bold or ethereal or whatever it is. Like usually it's the words that are even the foundation of design. So that's, that's why I see that the messaging portion is so important. If you have the luxury of choosing um, to do that first before getting into the design and the, um, the imagery and all that stuff. Oh my gosh. And that makes so much sense because let's face it, as a photographer, my website's full of photos, right? On my speaking education site, it's full of photos, but it's full of photos of me doing what the words are saying that I'm doing. So in our wedding industry businesses, all the, the what, regardless of the niche that you're in, you have to have photos. So if it just is a florist and the, and the flowers are there, well, those are pretty. But what, mm-hmm. why do I want to invest in this florist? Just because she has pretty photos that somebody else took of the design. The words, from what I'm hearing you say, give that entrepreneur the power to share their passion. And as we're going scrolling through, do the words help stop the scroll a little bit so that people can really now see? I see, but the words as I read out loud are hearing. And so it's vital that we have the words. And I love the way that you said you're going to spend a lot of money on a design. What if your words don't match that design? So mm-hmm. if I don't know, so you can help me get my voice out there, right? If I kind of maybe talk a little bit about the process of, I have an idea that I want to go get this website. If I told you that here's the template or design I'm looking at, then you can help me say, well, what's the words? What's the words you want to use? How do you want to describe yourself? And then before I get all that done, you can have some words for me. Then maybe I can determine this website might look a little bit different if those words are go. And we need to understand right. that, right? So maybe explain that process a little bit about where we need to start to get the words and how we need to begin working with you. Yeah, so um, I have two main uh, services when it comes to whether you need to really develop your brand messaging. And I can kind of talk a little bit about about what that means, because that's kind of like a feel like it's a buzz term a little bit. People say it, but they're not 100 percent sure what it actually means. But um, I've got the brand messaging and web copy, and then I focus on just web copy as well. So essentially, either way, um, there needs to be some determination around your brand messaging, whether we're doing just the web copy, or if you want like the brand messaging, like in its full and web copy. So what that basically means is helping you um, discover your core values, your positioning. So like, you're not going to serve every couple under the sun, what types of couples do you want to serve? Um, What is their personality? Do you have a specific like style or you know, something like that. Um, I worked with just recently, actually, uh, it was a referral from you, Bobby, but I worked with um, a great Alaskan photographer named Sharon. And we've kind of created this positioning for her that she wants to capture true to life moments with crisp color and character, because people love the idea of that they weren't over edited and that they were true to what was going on in that moment. So just like things like that, um, really developing like, yes, you want to provide your service. But a lot of times people want something more than that. They don't want just the service. They want um, the vision that you can create for them, whether that's through their wedding planning or photography or uh, their floral design or whatever it is. You always have to take it a step further. And that's where the brand messaging comes into play. So you can really, you know, narrow in those like core values and what's really important to them and their personality and things like that. So that's definitely first and foremost. Um, So we have to develop that. 
And then we get into the market research strategy, which is the fun part for me. So I get a chance to listen to um, and have client interviews either with your past clients or some people that you think really have worked with maybe even fellow vendors or people who can, you know, say good things about you and your experience and who you are as a worker vendor. So I basically do that market research because a lot of times the best messages come from your clients and those testimonials and those stories that they're able to so capture, like so eloquently, like capture in a way that you just can't, you can't literally think of it. So, um, so we've got the brand messaging and the positioning, and then we get the market research to really see, you know, what did they need to know and believe in on your end and also for themselves in order to take that step forward? What were their problems? What were their objections? Do they have certain hesitations for hiring a floral designer or for a photographer or whatever it is? And depending on your positioning, it might be different. Um, So like maybe if you're like a really bold floral designer, um, maybe your client has seen super dreamy floral designers in the past and they don't think that they can find someone who can be as bold and audacious and creative as they want them to be. So kind of discovering like that market research is the, is the next stage. Um, and then the last two stages are basically the writing and the editing. So I'll create like a wireframe for, you know, the words and the messaging and all those things, basically gathering the positioning and the market research to go into like, this is what the general like gist of like what I think, you know, should go on every single page based on the different market research um, and based on what I know how to write good conversion copy. Um, And then I write it and then we refine it, edit it um, to make sure that it really fits with you. And then from there, you're able to take those words to either a designer or to your design template, whatever you're using to kind of readjust it in a way. to basically have those words to go on your website. And so while I have you, I'm going to take a big advantage of having a word nerd in front of me. I would love to know from you brand. We, we yeah. say brand a lot. This is my brand, my brand strategy. And we use big words sometimes. But from somebody in your position, sitting from your chair, what is the definition of brand? When, some, when, you say, when somebody comes to you, I don't know my brand. Do they really know the definition of brand, Kathy, or what are they really asking? So what's the question behind that question? From a word nerd like yourself, brand means what? Yeah. Oh, that's so <laughs> that's so interesting to ask because there's so many things that are involved in it. Um, but I guess I would say that your branding is the essence of who you are and who you want to serve and why you serve them. And so we need those words, right? And so what you just said was, I have to sit down as I'm entrepreneur and I have to sit back and go, I don't want to just, I don't want to serve people in 55 states. I want to serve people in Winter Park, Florida. So Mm -hmm. I need to be brave enough to come with those words and say, serving all couples in Winter Park, Florida. And that's where you, through your questionnaires and through asking different techniques, and again, by trying to find us, you can bring some of those words out. We can give you all kinds of beautiful photos. We can show photos left and right, but does it tell the client that we're right for them? So in hearing you talk about that is we may not know our own brand, but if we give you some keywords at the end of it, you have probably delivered us our brand, who you think we are from the outside in. And let's face it, if you understand what we're trying to say, a client's going to, because we see all the time, if you go, if a client goes to your website 
and they're confused, you lose them. If your pictures are saying one thing and your words say something else, they don't know what they're getting, right? So I love that, the fact that some, that's the thing in hearing for you. So there is a brand strategy behind it because you work on those words and then you find the strategy that's going to help. So that helps gets us, gets us to the known like trust factor, right? And so yeah, those yeah, are the yeah. steps, correct? Yeah. And I think, and I love what you said about um, something along the lines of that you have the, the, the courage to just put mark your, you know, um, your uh, basically saying that I'm only going to work with these types of people. And I think that with copywriting, a lot of times there is a little bit of business strategy that goes into it too, because once you're putting words on a screen, it's like, okay, I really need to hold up to those words now. Like if I really say I specialize in this, um, and I want to work with these people and these are the services I provide, then that means that you have to deliver on that. And that takes, you know, a business approach as well to know, okay. Um, now I've got the words, now I need to step into those words and actually like embody that in my business. And so I think that's the cool part about being a copywriter too, is being able to like help you make those decisions around like, it sounds like you really want to work with these types of people. Let's really capitalize on that. So moving forward, you can do that. Or it sounds like this package isn't really serving you right now. And not a lot of people are really booking it anyway. So why don't we just scrap that and come up with another package or just have you focus on you know, a few that you really enjoy working with. That's a question I love asking my clients too, which is what services do you like to work on? And who do you want? What do you want people to book the most? Because at the end of the day, we want people to be booking those things. We don't want people to book the random service that you're like, ah, dang it. I hate doing that. It's like, so why put it on your website? (laughs) Well, and I think that's the thing. And I think you hit the nail on the head. So I hope the listeners heard that is, is you, we sometimes get in a bubble, and our friends are going to say, I love you. Your family is going to say, I love you. But you're an outside person. And so when you ask these questions and we write that and we think we're answering it right, you can go, I don't know what you're talking about. So mm-hmm. I see three things. And I love the fact that you said is if you don't want to work with these couples because I've said that to you or I come to you and say, you know, Kathy, I don't really know what my brain strategy is. All I know is, is I'm tired of doing weddings that only have five people or 10 people. I would love to do weddings that have 30 and 40 people. I would love to do big weddings or coming out of COVID, vice versa. How do I know how to do small weddings? And we don't know how to say that. And and you give the words the power. And let's get woo here. If you put those words on your website, you're manifesting that as well, right? We always talk about, yeah. you know, reaching out and accepting abundance here on the Beef Evo podcast. And that's my brand, right? I want you to have abundance. So I want the listeners to understand that while this might be an investment to get somebody like yourself to, to sit down, it also is a very cleansing thing. I can tell you that the questions that you asked me, and I, I mentioned in the intro, that it was painless because I thought I knew I was using the right words, right? And I didn't know how to explain it. But the questions that you asked me in the process really helped me define, I'm going back to the brand again, helped me define who I wanted to be on the speaker circuit and education circuit. So I wanted the listeners to really understand that this is a priority that they need to place. And we're talking about the website right now, because I want you to talk a little bit about if we get those words right, the impact we can have. And in order to have impact that's right on your website, you have to have content that's impactful. And do you Mm -hmm. believe that our website is content? Yeah, I think I definitely think that the the word the words that you have on your website is absolutely um, 
content and it's impactful and it's basically how people can get to know you as a business owner and as a person too, because ultimately people don't just want to buy a service anymore. I think people are really drawn to wanting to work with people who share values and who share um, vision and who see, you know, things that the way they see them. And so, yes, it absolutely is words, but more than that, it's kind of bridging the gap between you and the person that you really want to collaborate with. And I love that. So the segue now goes to, we had this about four, four of our question, uh, qu- listeners came in and we had two that came on social media and they all kind of married together. But it is that question of, so where do we start on our website and where's the most important spot to go on our website? And from your, from your lens, what is the most, uh, what is the most important words to have on our website? Where do you think we should start with the pages, the front page, what coming from yours, from your seat? Yeah, I think if you were to do it on your own, if you're rewriting your website on your own, maybe you have like a design template and you're wanting a little bit of a revamp, um, but you're going DIY, I would encourage you to start. It's funny because for me, it's helpful to start at the about page because the about page is really just capturing the essence of who you are and having clarity on this is who I am. This is who I stand for. This is what I want people to know about me as a human, if they want to work with me. Um, And it's fun to, it's usually the hardest to write, but it's also the most fun and rewarding to write. So, because behind your about page or excuse me, behind your homepage, the about page is probably the most looked at page Mm -hmm. on your website because people want to know who they work with. They want to work with people they like. So I would definitely encourage you to start there. Um, and then I actually do the homepage last. So I'll start at the homepage. I'll do the services pages. So I'm really clear on, okay, this is who I am. Now let's work on the services to show how I can help people. And then the homepage is kind of like a myriad of all those things, a little bit of who you are, a little bit of who you serve, how you can help them because you've got different options for like, get to know me more or view my services or testimonials. So it's kind of like a, a mixture of all the three. So that's kind of my personal cadence. And so if you're kind of doing it on your own, I would, um, I guess, encourage you to try that and see if it works. And again, that's hard because now you have to talk about yourself. So it's easier if you are going to give three or four things to somebody else and let somebody else actually look at your website and say, well, this is what your website's saying. This is what your words are saying. And then somebody like you sitting there going, I get a mixed message or I get the same message. And then how important is it? We had like four people ask, how important is it to state within the first top inches of the website, I solve a problem. How important from a word standpoint, from a wordner like yourself, is it that we get, I solve this immediately when a website's opening? Yeah, I would say that it's, it's very important because there's something uh, Donald Miller from StoryBrand has this concept called the grunt test, which is basically in five seconds, you want people to know who you are and how you can help them. Um, and a lot of times people get really hung up on the the headline because they're like, I want it to be cool and clever or like, uh, creative or whatever it is. But a lot of times it's better to just have clarity. If you cannot come up with something clever to save your life, it's okay. 
clarity <laughs> always trumps uh, right. cleverness. So I would definitely say uh, that's better than nothing. And because people want to land on your website and know, okay, that's for me. Like that's right. what I'm looking for because ultimately people are innately selfish. They want help right. for themselves uh, ultimately, like if we're being honest and that's okay. Like at least the buying consumer is like, how does this benefit me? So I would definitely say it is very important to have that clarity. Um, oh, and from and a small business want, owner, right. From a yeah. small business owner, we don't have the time either. Everybody's busy. So wouldn't you rather as a small business owner go, this is not my client. I mean, we all know that people are going to still fill out a form or come and they're not right for us. But my gosh, if you could just cut down some of those tire kickers, I use the word tire kickers loosely, but we know what those are in our industry. I think any business owner, regardless of wedding or whatever, you know that people are just price shopping. If you sever off the bat as I solved this problem for, you know, for budget savvy brides, well, now I know I might come here. But if it says, you know, wedding photography for luxury clients in 55 international countries, yeah, I might not be coming to you for a DIY, right? So if we solve those problems off the front. One of our listeners, um, who's a loyal listener in, in social media, has a question, and, and it pretty much was, okay, Kathy, I have this great website. I just got it like two months ago. Yeah. Now, what can I keep that? Can I fix it? Because in listening, and from some of the things that I mentioned about you a lot, is, is you can come in and take a look at what's already there on a website. But what if it's time when you take a look at it, and I know it's part of your services, what if it's time to go, your, your web design is no longer serving your brand message or your voice? What's mm -hmm. a step that some of the listeners can help with that? Yeah, I think, I think it's very hard because a lot of times people will like have their website up and they're like, oh, this is great. Or like if they've gone through a rebrand and then they're like, oh, but a few months later, oh, that design looks amazing. Yeah. Or like, I love the way that they said these words. So I guess it really comes down to um, like how much clarity you have um, in wanting to make the change and why you're wanting to make the change. So if it's um, sometimes it might be helpful to have like if you're really unsure, sometimes you can have like a copywriter or just someone like book you book a call with them just for 60 minutes just to see like, OK, I'm I've never heard of your brand. This is what I'm getting out of it. Is that right. what you want to represent? Yes or no. If not, then great. Let's figure out how to fix that. Or if yes, then maybe you just need to make a few minor tweaks because I'm also very adamant in wanting people to make investments that are smart and I don't want people to invest before they're ready. Right. So I think um, if you're talking with the right people, they'll be willing to look at your brand and see if like, okay, maybe you just need a minor few tweaks versus like, okay, we really need to rebrand. So I guess the real, the real question is like, whether you feel like there's just some minor things that are just not like um, resonating or things that you're unsure of or where you're like, no, I'm looking at this website and it's absolutely not saying what I wanted to say. It doesn't represent my business and who I am anymore. Because I will say that when it comes to working with a copywriter or a designer or anyone who's creating like something that's kind of final and substantial when it comes to deliverables, right. um, having that crystal clear clarity is so important because I would hate for someone to, and unfortunately I've had it happen in the past where people are like, no, I'm completely shifting now. And what we worked on is just not what I'm, you know, envisioning anymore. And I'm like, that's a shame because I, you know, there's a lot of love and work that's put into, you know, what we create, you know, copywriter, designer, whoever you right. do offer. So I would say um, not to scare people, but I, I'm just so adamant about wanting people to make really informed decisions. So 
if you're absolutely crystal clear on, you know, the vision that you have moving forward and you know, for a fact, it's not representing being represented on your website, then definitely hire some help. But in the meantime, there's great ways, great resources, templates, um, hour sessions, audits, things that you can do to at least up-level it in the meantime. Well, yeah, because if of me, full disclosure, you know, I had my site done and I didn't, I didn't spend a ton of money because I know I'm in the process of still growing my yeah. speaking and education, right? So I did something that I knew we could handle in-house and that we could do, but I needed the word part. So you were very honest with me. I mean, I told you, hey, budget-wise, this is what I have. I, I don't want to go buying a brand new website because I'm still growing the words, you know? So I mm-hmm. did take your advice and we did the words first. And we've already made tweaks. We're, you know, we're working on a project. We're going to continue to make some tweaks along right. the run. So I want listeners to hear that when you can get with a copywriter, it's also somebody that you can grow with. I mean, I consider yeah. you vital before I go. I, I talk things through for you. And and it's kind of like having that person on a retainer. And, you know, you do do a couple of things complimentary here and there. But for the most part is before I go make a big investment and buy a new website, you were like, let's get the words right, because ultimately I need people to start buying my services and doing something. So I have some money as any business goes. And then we can create maybe a little bit different website and create some new words. But we have to go into it. And I love the fact that that is who you are at your core. And I think your desire and your compassion to help others grow through words, generally that connectivity is very lost anymore. We have so many people in this industry that are just like, Hey, buy this program, buy this course. And they leave you alone. You know, where you're coming along saying, I want to help you grow. Let's get the words right. And then let's find something that will help you. And you're willing to work with somebody whose site may be totally off brand, but you're mm-hmm. willing to help them get to the next level. And I just want to commend you on that because, you know, for somebody like me, 40 years in this industry, I don't have a t- I mean the smoke and mirrors of all of us being millionaires in this industry is crazy. And smoke and mirrors that speakers <laughs> make a ton of money is crazy. So I have to start certain ways. So I just love that. And I, and I know that that's what the listeners, that was several of the social media questions that came through. It's like, Oh my gosh, I have a website. I just spent a lot of money on. Can there be help? And I love the fact that you answered that, you know, so that the, one of the other questions that came up is how do we know that we need to go a different direction with copywriting? Like, well, was Kathy in copywriting uh, position, is she able to help with my website? And then also help me keep that brand messaging going through my social media. Now, I know we said we're going to talk about websites, but we reached that point where after I get the website and you've done all this good work, how do I carry that message now over in my Instagram and in my Facebook or anywhere else? Is there a level or is there steps that you as a copywriter can continue helping me grow my brand voice across all these platforms. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I, I definitely, and that's something that I've realized as, as people, you know, because when you invest in one thing, right. um, there's always so many things that come after it. You're like, great, this is done, but now I need this, but right. now I need this, you know? So it's always a never ending thing, which is the fun thing about being an entrepreneur. Um, but I've, I've realized that as people finish their websites, they're like, okay, now I need a really great, welcome sequence to invite people into my email list, or now I really need um, social captions to really like, you know, continue that brand voice. So unfortunately, because I am like a 
uh, a one woman show right mm-hmm. now uh, being totally transparent. I have kind of boundaries around like how I can do that. So I've developed and I'm going to be launching an offer in the fall, which basically gives people the opportunity to work with me in those capacities if they need stuff like that, like after they finish their website. So um, I don't know, some people have called it VIP days or like day passes or things like that, but essentially just like booking me for a certain amount of time to, okay, we've done the legwork with capturing the brand voice. That's the hardest part. Now let's, you know, create an email sequence for you or like social captions for the next few months or, or whatever it is. So I do have that option available for people basically to book either like a week of my time or like three days of my time to like really um, get those next projects. Um, because I think it is so important to have that not, you know, you don't want to have a website that isn't reflected on your social media because then people are like, what, like what's going on? Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, and I'm, and I'm old. So I, I mean, I don't, I'm trying to match everything that you did. And I take some of your words. I mean, I do take some of the things that you put on my website and I use that sometimes as a social media post because we break that down. That leads into the next question. It's like, okay, after we have Kathy do these words, and I know we talked earlier about you give everybody, I think it's a wireframe or I might get the word yeah. wrong, where you give yeah. all that. So now you give that to me. How do I get that on my website? So do copywriters help guide us places or do we just need now to take the words that you have and go to our editor? Or is there is there a way that you can also help with and work with? And I know, I love the fact that you're growing your team and everything. But after you just give us this, if we don't do anything with it, we've made this investment with you, but if we don't know the steps to take, so what's some points or some tips you give us? You give us these great words, we've invested in you, and now you just hand them over, and now I drop the ball. What can help us not drop the ball? What's a few steps we can take to now get it on our website? Yeah, so I, I will definitely say if you've invested in a copywriter and a designer, um, a lot of times the designer will be able to help with that. Or a lot of times and what I've done in the past is I've collaborated with designers and I've been in communication with them when I'm working with a client, like, Hey, copy's coming your way. Or like, you know, whatever it is, or like if the copywriter or the designer comes back to me and says, Hey, this headline's a little bit too long. Can we shorten it? Or things like that. Um, so I'm very open to communication with designers and most copywriters normally are, So if you are working with a designer updating your website, usually your designer will be able to help with that. Um, If you are doing the the DIY route, I will say that I've created the wireframe to kind of like help guide you. So it's not just like words on a blank Google doc. I have it like (laughs) images and like where certain images go, like how, you know, what's a headline versus what what is body copy versus like a subhead or whatever it is. so, so I'll help with that. Um, I have some people that I outsource to if you need like people to put it into show it or put it into um, Squarespace or whatever uh, web design platform that you are using. Because me personally, I work with words. I'm not a tech person. I cannot personally help with that, but I can at least make the wireframe as detailed as, as, right. as I can so that you know, okay, this goes here, this goes here. Um, and then either a designer can help literally put it in your site or if you're doing the DIY route and you don't want to put it in your site, you can hire someone on an hourly rate to help put that in there for you. Right. Because that's the thing is like, you know, like, you know, and I love the fact that you stay in your lane. Like you don't try to do everything because I don't think we can all be strong. Like I, I love video, but I love the power of a still. Right. So for four years, I've stayed in this lane. 
segue to headlines. You mentioned it. What is, what's the big deal about headlines? Why do they need to be powerful? Are they, are they just words that are thrown together or what is the power behind a headline and how can we do, or what can we do to make those better? Yeah. So um, there's definitely so much that goes into headlines and I forget there's so many great quotes about like copywriters who are in the space who talk about the power of headlines or that you've invested most of your dollar in a headline or things along those lines, because they are really that important. Um, they, they do a few things. So one, they show your brand personality. Um, the best way to show your brand personality is in a headline. If it's in the body copy, it will most likely not be hit or found. I mean, people normally read the copy, but people read headlines overall, like people are skimming. Right. They're not reading every word unless you're like me who reads every word because sure. I'm that type of person. Um, but basically people are skimming. So headlines are a really great way to grab attention and show your personality. Um, so if you're going to choose between being personality, you know, driven in your headline or your body copy, choose your headline. The next thing is that it either paints a problem or it paints a benefit driven solution. So not only is it just like, it sounds cool, but it's always driven by strategy. So like, is this a problem for someone or is this a solution that they want or a benefit that they're looking for? So um, for me, like on my website right now, it says something along the lines of um, growing your business through genuine connection. Right. And that's not just something I came up with. That's from talking with people and doing my market research and finding people I really enjoy working with. And that was something that they mentioned, like, I want, you know, genuine like connection and being authentic and genuine is so important to me. So I'm like, okay, great. It's going on my headline because I want right. people to like resonate with that right away. So I think that's the power of them. So um, of course there's so much more that goes into it, but to keep it simple, it's either highlighting a problem, painting a, a solution or a desire that they have and showcasing your personality as well. And that's a call. It's a call to action almost because it's like you yeah. said, with that headline that you used, I used it in your intro, which you don't even know that I used it in your intro, but I used that in your intro because I think that is so real because it's like, we don't know how to say what we need to say. We've been talking about that through the show. And so the headline is the thing that you, as you get to know us, say, hey, this is what I keep hearing. This is what I hear in your testimonials. This is what I see repeated, but we're missing the point that, okay, people are saying the same thing left and right. What's the headline? And so mm -hmm. if we have these headlines and it says, I serve all these couples doing this, or I love to solve this problem, or I design the most beautiful bold flowers in all the wedding industry, you're going to stop now and probably take a look. And I think mm -hmm. that's what we're trying to do, right? We want people to take the next step. So yeah. one of the other questions that came in was, does Kathy has a preference about how important are fonts with words? You know, so, so I mean, yeah. and I know that's going to be hard because like some of these designs have all these built in fonts, but do you feel that when you write some of your words and then you see them maybe without throwing anybody under the bus, but why we have candid conversations, we're always honest here. Do you write these great words and then you see them in a font and they, do you think that a font can make a word less powerful or maybe look silly? What's your take mm -hmm. on that? Yeah, that's so cool. And what's so interesting and fun is that I'm currently going through, I don't think I, I don't think I even mentioned this to you, Bobby, personally, but that I'm, uh, I'm going to be launching a new website in the fall. And so I'm yeah. working with a designer. And so seeing my words that I've written and them taking it has been so cool to see. Um, I think working with the strategic designer who has collaborated with copywriters before 
they will be able to bring it to the next level for sure. Um, especially if they're, like I said, familiar with working with copywriters and they know kind of like their gist. Um, and what's cool is that sometimes they'll create, like, for example, there's like some words that I wrote and my designer created like certain script fonts out of it. And I didn't even think for it to be a script font. So I think wow. if you're working with a designer who's like, um, you know, and not just like everything, but just like pops of script font that I wasn't even thinking like certain lines or things that I wrote that I'm like, wow, that looks really cool and impactful. So I think with the right designer, it can certainly be strong. I think where people, especially in the wedding industry, where people tend to um, unfortunately make the mistake of is wanting everything to be beautiful script font everywhere. Yes. <laughs> and because or trendy font. Are the trendy yes. font. I mean, yeah. and then it goes back to Kathy. Then people, every image looks the same because we have the same designer and now everybody's in the same font. So how mm -hmm. do consumers, how do especially wedding couples who are looking, and we all know that they send 75 requests to the same photographer, are you bail for this date? And then you're like, how'd you find me? The guy have no idea. So yeah. while we don't stay out with our photos, why do we want to keep following these trendy fonts? It makes mm -hmm. no sense to me. Yeah, because then it just makes you unmemorable um, yeah. because you see it everywhere and it just makes you less relatable, I guess, as far as like, oh, okay, well, I saw it over there. So they're probably the same or like maybe they're, I don't know. So it kind of like can degrade a little bit. So that's why I think it is so important. And that's why I love and respect designers as much as like my craft and copy, because they really do go hand in hand. So I guess just be really careful about like, if you see something trending and you think it's cool and you want to use it because it's trendy, don't use it because then that you're kind of using your emotions to lead rather than the strategy. So um, I would stay, stick with that. And then also um, if you are doing it on your own, just always have it be legible and readable, including on mobile as well. Right. Um, because people need to make sure that they're reading it um, and that they're able to get it quickly. People's attention spans are already so short. So um, we want to make sure that it's like legible as well as like, you know, captivating as well. Yeah. Because like for me, you know, my words Fabo. And if you have Fabo in 75 different fonts, it looks ridiculous, you know, because yeah. we kind of settled on something very simple, very basic, because while the word's not basic, I didn't want it to be so, well, that's just cute and nobody doesn't want. It. And you perfectly defined, you know, my word, my vision and my mission behind the word fabulous. And so through those words, I now use those. And I never thought about those words. And yet I thought, I mean, you know, I'm the one that uses this word for years, but you were able to help me explain it differently. So I mean, to go off and to lose that effect. As we get ready to wrap up, I love for you to share one of the things, and I know you're getting a new site, but everybody, you'll be able to link over to Kathy's site. And it talks about how to work with her and how she does the process and that email sequences and all these other things that she can help you with. But I love the fact that one of the things you always say is get your passion on virtual paper. Mm -hmm. How is it that we can really understand that you can benefit us? That especially Kathy, I'm, I'm going to plug Kathy here. You know, you can all do whatever you want to do, but I'm going to tell you, and you need to get her before she gets so busy. But the passion, you know, you're able, the words on paper are on our websites really do help us let the people know about our why. Can you really maybe dive in a little bit about why that's so important and why the why behind you that you shared earlier, why it's so important that people understand our why without us, quote, shouting it at them? Yeah, I think um, 
people want to be able to land on a website and feel seen, feel understood mm-hmm. and feel excited and reinvigorated because, uh, and I, and I think this is what I love about your platform is that you, um, you continuously remind people of, around their passion and why they started what they started. And, um, and this isn't my line, but I saw it like um, somewhere, but essentially like we want people to believe in us. Like we right. want people to um, put the confidence behind our vision. And so when you're putting money behind that vision and having a collaborator see that vision, it's like, okay, you're putting confidence in yourself and in your business. So it's like you, when it comes to those words, like you just want people to be able to feel that and to really emote with that. And, and and like, not to get super woo, but I mean, like, it is so important to like really shatter and break the fourth wall and just remember that there is like a person at the other side of the screen who has dreams and desires just as much as you do. And being able to connect with that is so important because we're inundated with messages every day. Um, And the ones that we remember are the ones that um, we were felt and understood and seen um, the most and most captivated by. So, um, and when it comes to not saying it, I'm all about, um, showing it rather than saying it. So like, if you, if you have a certain value, like how are you embodying that value? Um, if you believe in connection, like what, how are you showing that? If you believe passion is important, how are you showing that? So that's a really great way to think about if you don't want to just explain the why and be like, this is why I do what I do. Um, but for me, for example, on my website right now, and it's still going to be the same with my new website is that I talk about like how I love smoky, you know, um, fire pits in the backyard with my husband or, uh, like coffee over Sunday brunch with a friend, because that's me embodying my vision or in my values. So having those words to kind of show the why rather than say the why that's everything, because then people will see not only is she saying her purpose, but she's living it out too, or he or whoever it may be. And I think it's hard too, because I think sometimes we have to use these words to be our biggest cheerleaders. So thank you for those kind words, because I want everybody to continue betting on themselves. I mean, you know, shameless plug for the episode that just happened, right? Bet on yourself. But that's what I want you to do. So I want everybody to understand that you have to be the one in the mirror going, you're going to make an impact today. What do you choose to do today? How are you going to change? So we have a website and I'm going to keep social media out of it for a minute. But on this website, we as the business owners have to say, this is what I will do for you. This is how I serve you. And so I know people have a hard time that, well, that sounds conceited. I'm bragging or they don't want to talk about praise. This is what somebody has said for me. But without those, we, we, we take two seconds to go to a restaurant and we'll read about a Yelp review or we'll write, oh, that restaurant sucks. Or I had the worst hotel service this weekend. And we all know that right now there was a shortage of employees. But the grace that it takes for somebody to come to a website and look through everything, if they find that they're finding authentic words, I want our listeners to understand that we're not bragging. And if you are too afraid to put these things on there, above all for no other reason, hire a copywriter. Because if it helps you understand that you didn't say this about yourself, this is what somebody else did, but they got that from listening to you, invest in a copywriter. Because we've got to be continuing to show up on our websites 
and then carry that message over to our social media and stand behind our core values. And you have to be brave enough to say, today I did this. Here's what somebody said about me. And a copywriter can take some of that. Oh, I'm too conceited or I don't want anybody to come across. Wait, a copywriter like yourself can come and help us come up with those words. And I mm-hmm. want listeners to hear that. In our last few minutes, I'd love for you to give three tips, three tips that somebody can do and wrap this up with your offer that you have for us, for our listeners. But three tips that you think every entrepreneur, especially in the wedding industry listening, and we do get woo-woo here with motivation in business. So we're all about the woo-woo, but three <laughs> tips that they can immediately go and do, feel good about themselves, and then maybe decide, you know what, I do need to hire somebody like Kathy. So three tips, my friend. Yeah. So three tips. One would be to read your site, read it out loud, Um, see where things are resonating, see where you're getting tripped up, Um, see if you're like, oh, I really like that. Like, that sounds really great. Let's keep doing more of that. And then take note of it. Um, A lot of times you you get that clarity when you read something out loud. Um, And then also you're like, oh, I didn't know that it sounded like that. So reading out loud, huge. A second tip would be to do your best to stay away from the cliches. So a lot, and that happens so much in the wedding industry and it's hard, um, but trying to be creative and have a new spin on something is so important. So for example, um, I, for, I work with a wedding planner and, uh, and uh, I work with a lot of a few wedding professionals and this idea of like a stress-free wedding day or like for wedding right. planners, like detail oriented or right. things like that. So be mindful of the cliches in your industry um, and try to, you don't necessarily have to not say you're those things you do provide them, but what's a different way you can put a spin on it to make it more creative. Um, and then step three would be to, um, I guess, really focus on your, your headline, do a little bit of work on your headline. Um, if it's something that's resonating with you right now, does it capture who you are, what you do, how you help them? Um, and try to see if there's different ways that you can, um, if, if you feel like it's not super creative, maybe do a look at some other websites, see who you resonate with, who you don't resonate with, take note and see, okay, I like what they're doing. I don't like what they're doing. And then try to come up with ways to make it a little bit more creative. A lot of times we get stuck in our own head. So seeing examples of like what we like and what we don't like um, can be really helpful. And then you can try to implement those things, not with everything, but maybe just start with that front facing headline. So you can have an idea of like, okay, this is the direction that I potentially want to go in. So those would be three tips for sure. And I love that because we talked about that earlier. You and sometimes the couples don't know where we're where they're meeting us from because we all look alike. So if we're all saying the same thing, what makes us different? And you and I both know we preach here. We're the secret sauce. Say what makes you different. Say why you do stress-free wedding planning. Because I love to do this, or because of my XYZ personality, I offer stress-free because we want to be different and want to stand out. And the words that copywriters can use that get to our brand message, that help with our voice. This is why investing in a, a copywriter, especially for the website, our front door to our business, let them get in the door and shop around. And then it's a funnel. It funnels down to getting booked. And then if you need more help after that, you can go to Kathy's website and find about emails, sequences, and all the other things that you can do. So thank you, Kathy, for clearing that up. Thank you for giving us the difference of the words. Tell everybody about the offer you have for our listeners. 
Yeah. So I have a, a freebie and it's basically five ways that you can instantly improve your website in an afternoon. Yep. So a lot of times websites are really big undertaking. And so if you're able to just block off a few hours and update it a bit, a lot of times it makes a bigger impact than you think. So I've included a list of some of the tips I shared, but also diving deeper into them yep. and a few others as well that you can implement. So you can try to see, you know, an update, at least in the meantime, between a rebrand, or if you want to update your website, because you're not feeling like you like it or, or whatever it is. Um, it's a great way to just elevate it just a smidge more. And I love it. And they'll love it. I'm going to encourage everybody to go to the show notes and click on there, but then be able to take some time and set up a discovery call with Kathy. Because I think that you hear here, one of the things I love about Kathy is she's not afraid to admit that she's growing as well. And as a small business owners, she knows that she needs to involve as her business has grown and everything through COVID, she's making the adjustments. So she knows she's constantly working on herself. So she practiced what she teaches y'all. She's walking the walk and talking the talk. I know that I would be lost on my education side without her. I, I rely on her. I'm so excited for some things. And again, it's, I get all the ideas in my head and I write them all down and I try to be respectful of time so I can sit. I can't wait for the VIP day so that I can sit and get the things done and finished. I'm super excited you could join us today. Everybody, I'm telling you, go to show notes, get a hold of Kathy, reach out for a discovery call and watch how the words that she creates for you will make an impact on your site because we, it's okay to be profitable and have a purpose and let this talented young lady help you do both those things. Thank you, my friend, so much for joining us. Uh, thank you so much, Bobby. This was so, so great. I really appreciated it. All right, everybody go out till next time. Remember you are fabulous just the way that you are and that you are doing things that matter. Be gracious, be respectful, be you. Thanks everybody. Till next time. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. For more information about today's show, check out the show notes on the BFABO blog at bobbybrinkman.com. Along with some offers for our listeners, you'll also find information about how to work with Bobby as a coach, a speaker, or for workshops. She'd love to collaborate with you. Oh, and don't forget, subscribe to the podcast to keep motivation coming to your earbuds. BFABO. BFABO.